1: You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also a big shout-out to all of our listeners on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. We're doing big things on a Thursday in advance of Thursday night football between the Rams and the 49ers. I got my man Chris Bavone. Of the manimal with me on the ones and twos. We're keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. We are blowing up like a Samsung 7. If you want to be part of the show tonight, you absolutely can. The number to call is 844 843 6879. And if you want to chime in on Twitter, you absolutely can. You could always ask me questions or follow me at Spittin' Speeds is the handle. I do my best to try to get back at you. But we have a poll up tonight that I want to get your thoughts on. It's about Thursday Night Football. If you want to do a little parlay and you want to win a little bit of money, where do you think is the right place to go? The Rams are road favorites tonight in San Francisco against the 49ers. They are giving 3 points. That means the Niners are catching 3 at home. The total is 40, which is pretty low if you want to know the truth, but anything can happen on Thursday night. We saw a bad game in the first week of the season, but the season opener had some points scored, so we will see. What do you think about that? I'll be giving you my injuries as always, and also, I don't know if you guys know, but this Sunday is the first of a few London games are this week, so make sure you wake up bright and early, have your strawberries and cream top of the morning to you, because we're going to have games going as soon as you wake up on Sunday morning, so we're going to break that one down, I'm also excited because I am going to be joined I'm going to be joined a little bit later on by my man, Nick Liverani. He's from Pro Angle Media out there in Los Angeles. He's going to help me talk about the Rams, talk about Thursday Night Football. He's been my West Coast correspondent before, and we're going to bring him back on. And, of course, I will be taking your calls at 844-843-6879. We got room on the phone lines. We will get to you guys later in the show for sure. All right, so we're going to go through the injuries. Remember I talked to you about how yesterday on Wednesday they're just managing reps a lot of people that are listed as not practicing will in fact practice so when we come back I'm going to let you know who did practice and who is trending towards playing in week 3 there's also some guy who went in the reverse direction who did practice yesterday but did not practice today I think that's someone you should be concerned about if you want to find out who keep it locked right here as we drop stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network we're talking and injuries for week 3 We're talking who we like in that London game We're talking Thursday night football And we're taking your calls At 844-843-6879 Call me now Phone lines are open I got room for you right now I don't know if that's going to be the case later on in the show So get at me right now We are dropping stats over beats With your boy the spitting statistician Right here on the Fantasy Freestyle of the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network Let's go
0: Always wanted to go to Minnesota, but never had a reason to? Well, this year, that's where the big game is. And the Fantasy Sports Radio Network wants to send you there. Starting in week four, we are giving away free tickets to the big game on February 4th in Minnesota with our Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer our four trivia questions right, and you are going to the big game. Listen to the to find out what shows and what times the contest will be running. It's a Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by TKMS, only on Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician, holding you down on a Thursday in about an hour. Week three kicks off of the NFL season with an NFC West matchup. 49ers and Rams from the Bay. A little bit later on, we're going to have my boy, Nick Levriani. He's going to be on representing Pro Angle Media out there in Los Angeles. He's going to be telling us about the buzz out there with the Rams. I'm excited for that. But first, I got to give you news and notes, a lot of practice reports today. Remember, I told you a lot of people did not practice yesterday, but the key is to see how they bounce back. Today's practice reports are very interesting, so let me get them to you. First of all, Sam Bradford did, in fact, practice again. I think that is important and big news, not only for Sam Bradford, but obviously for Diggs owners, for Thielen owners, for Rudolph owners as well. It looks like, barring a setback, he'll be good to go against the Tampa Bay Bucks at home tonight. Danny Amendola is back at practice, okay? That is now two days in a row he's been practicing. Remember, he had that concussion, that head injury. He looks like he should be back against the Houston Texans, and I think it's not a minute too soon, because remember, Tom Brady has that chemistry with Amendola, something that is missing with a lot of his new targets. I think Amendola can make up a lot of what Julian Edelman meant for that Patriots offense. Kelvin Benjamin returned to practice. He should be okay. I told you he was going to be okay battling rib and knee injuries. It looks like Kelvin Benjamin will be fine. I think he actually has a big game. I actually think he's worthy of a DFS play, because if you remember, two things. One, no Greg Olsen anymore in that Panthers offense. Two, they're going up against the Saints' pass defense, which, as you know, is blunt guts trash. All right, Rob Kelly, back at practice. Limited in practice, but he is back at practice. That, in my opinion, is trending in the right direction, so that means two things. One, P. Ryan. if you thought that this was the way he was going to pop off on Sunday Night Football, not so much. And also, Chris Thompson, you know how much I love Chris Thompson, but if Rob Kelly is still in the mix, I temper my expectations on him as well. Now we get to the people who are still not practicing today, and I think you can officially be a little bit concerned about their availability for Week 3. These are the guys that will likely be tagged as questionable, so keep an eye out, keep an ear out to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network all the way up until their games kicked off. Randall Cobb did not practice today, still battling that chest. He's going to get the questionable tag. What does that mean for guys like Devontae Adams, Martellus Bennett? Could be a boost if Cobb does not go. Terrence West is still not practicing he has that thigh issue remember I also said traveling that long flight across the pond because they have that early morning London game I think that additionally hurts Terrence West I say fire up Buck Allen I think Buck Allen is a RB2 this week especially in PPR formats because I don't know if Terrence West is going to be able to go Rex Burkhead with his rib issue he is still not practicing I'm going to tell you something Gillisley solidly has this LeGarrette blunt role that used to be the case in the Patriots offense. The pass catcher, you didn't know who it was going to be. People thought it was going to be James White. People thought it was going to be Deion Lewis. People thought it might have been Rex Burkhead. Well, Rex Burkhead is still not practicing. Deion Lewis hasn't done jack, so I think James White is now a very viable daily fantasy play. He might be the guy getting a ton of targets in that game against the Houston Texans. Also, news in Miami, okay? Good on a few side. First of all, John Jarvis Landry, he did return to practice. Remember I told you he would be just fine. He did return to practice. He's limited, but trending in the right direction. Okay, Same could be said for Jay Ajayi. Not the same, excuse me. Jay Ajayi did not practice again. I still ultimately think they are going to run him out there. I just think they're managing that knee injury and that they're still going to run him out there. And if he does, I'm going to tell you something. He's going to be low-owned in DFS because people are scared about this not practicing. They are facing the Jets, and I think Ajayi could still be a very interesting DFS play this week against the Jets despite not practicing. I ultimately believe Jay Ajayi will be out there on Sunday for the Dolphins. However the person I was talking about that was practicing, but has been downgraded. And this is something you hate to see. Someone downgraded throughout the week. That means they're not responding well, or the injury is lingering. It is wide receiver for the Dolphins, Devontae Parker. Everybody's darling. I love Devontae Parker myself, but he's nursing that ankle injury, and with him getting downgraded to DNP, not practicing, I think that is a concern for Miami. Jordan Reed and Rob Gronkowski, they say they appear to be practicing. I think both of them will ultimately be out there for their teams. Marcus Wheaton for the Chicago Bears, he was removed from the injury report. He's been battling a finger issue. Um, He was removed from the injury report, so it looks like he's going to make his Bears debut this week. He is a very interesting guy because, as we said, the Bears' wide receiver core has been decimated. That's why we're talking about Tarek Cohen so much. But Wheaton could add a professional wide receiver on the other side of Kendall Wright. We're not talking about guys like Josh Bellamy anymore. So keep an eye on Marcus Wheaton, and I'm sure you can go ahead and snatch him up. I think he might be an interesting waiver wire or free agent pickup in your season-long league. All right, um, what I want to do is I want to talk about this London game real quick. Because I'm a little bit concerned on the way the NFL is doing this right now. Okay, It used to be that if you had the London game, the week after that, you had a bye. But check this out. It's Jags and Ravens Okay, from Wembley Stadium early morning on Sunday. The Jags, after this, in week four, they have a game at the New York Jets. I'm telling you right now, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this could be the one the Jets actually win because the Jags will be coming off that long travel and will be on the road, in fact. So I think that's very interesting. The Ravens, they also have a game in Week 4. They will host the Steelers in a big-time AFC North matchup. I give the Steelers the edge on that because the Ravens will be coming back from London. I think it's very interesting. And, you know, if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, remember I had my man Tomic on before talking about the impact of sleep and sleep deprivation as it comes to athletes. I think this is very interesting. And, you know, the NFL talks about player safety all the time, but they're not going to give these teams a bye after they go across the pond and travel like that. I think that is very, very interesting. The other thing I want to know, and I wish, like, if you're out there, if you're out there on Twitter or watching on YouTube, holler at me. Call me at 844-843-6879. Do the Jags matter? in London? Like, are they considered kind of a home team? Is there any buzz in London around Jaguars games? Are there any people out there that are like, yeah, I'm a growing Jaguars fan? I don't think there is. I think this whole endeavor is silly. I understand you want to grow the game, but not at the cost of player safety and disrupting the entire schedule for the whole season for these teams. I don't know. But if you're out there in London, if you're out there in the UK and you're going to want to tell me that, no, 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 the Jags are actually popular, this is is a good thing I think you need to let me know so holler at me on Twitter holler at me at 844 but as it comes to the game itself here's how I see it playing out okay on the Jaguar side A lot of people are all hyped up about Leonard Fournette. Oh, Leonard Fournette, he looks great. Leonard Fournette, you know, touchdowns in both games. Here's the thing, though. That Baltimore Ravens defense is a step up in class for the Jaguars. The other thing, we all saw how Fournette went off in week one when they beat Houston. They were up big in that game early in the first half. So the game flow was in Fournette's favor. It was in the Jaguars' favor. What the Jaguars want to do is limit the exposure of Blake Bortles. They don't want him throwing the ball that much. They want to be able to ride Leonard Fournette, but for that to be the case, they have to be winning. The game flow has to be working for them. I don't think that is going to be the case. So unfortunately, I think that means less touches for Leonard Fournette, and I think that means the ball is in Blake Bortles hands a little bit more, and that's not a good thing for anybody, okay? Maybe if you have Hearns, maybe if you have Lee, you're going to get some targets, but it's not a good thing. On the Raven side, okay, listen, this uh, Terrence West injury, his thigh, he still has not practiced, and I don't know, maybe they're in London already, maybe they're not, but they got that long flight and the travel. I think that sets Terrence West back, whether he plays or not. I am off Terrence West. I believe Buck Allen can be an RB2 this week, so if you're calling into me and you're asking me about Buck Allen, I think Buck Allen pops. I think Buck Allen is an RB2 in PPR formats for sure, but Terrence West may not go. The other thing I want to tell you about is in this Baltimore squad last week. Check this out. Joe Flacco had 25, went 25 of 34, 217 yards. Okay. He had 25 completions. Of those 25 completions, only five went to wide receivers. Macklin had four and Mike Wallace had one. Okay. Ben Watson had eight. Eight catches for 91 yards on eight targets. Even Max Williams had four catches, okay? And then obviously Buck Allen as well. I think that this means, and I don't think that changes, I think that is part of the Ravens' offense. Joe Flacco loves the tight end. Remember Dennis Pitta back in the day as well? I think that means Benjamin Watson is a very interesting tight end. Listen, if you lost a guy like Greg Olson, if you're, if you're saddened by the production of a guy like Jimmy Graham, if you liked Austin Hooper but he only popped off when he had that touch in week one. Benjamin Watson could be a tight end. He was a top ad on the waiver wire. I like him in this offense, in this game, all right? So check that out. When we come back, like I said, we're going to talk Rams. We're going to talk Thursday night football with my guy, Nick Leverani. He's going to join us, and we will get to your calls as well. I know some of you guys are on hold. I'll be right there and answering you right after we talk Rams and Thursday night football with Nick. Come on right back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on.
0: Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to
1: break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app
0: FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The
1: best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician, holding you down. want to get you guys ready for Thursday Night Football, which kicks off in about an hour. We got the Rams and the 49ers getting it on from the Bay. It'll be on the NFL Network. And uh, to help us out with that, we're bringing in my West Coast correspondent, Nick Leverani. He represents Pro Angle Media out there in Los Angeles. We had him on before, breaking down the AFC West, the NFC West. And with Nick joins us again. Again now, how you doing, my friend? How's it going out there, West Coast style? I'm good, Dane. How are you doing? We're Keep doing the weather all right. out here,
0: just hanging out. Oh,
1: don't taunt me with the weather out there. But let me ask you this, okay? Let me ask you this to start right off. Thursday night football is trash. Okay, Thursday night football is a dumpster fire. It is poor quality football out there. I've been saying it's reason number one that the NFL does not, in fact, care about player safety. So let me ask you this. Is there any reason we should expect a good game tonight? I mean, it is, I guess, a division rivalry. Any reason why uh, people should be tuning in expecting good football, Nick? You know, one of
0: the reasons I would tune in tonight is just to look at, you know, an up-and-coming quarterback like Jared Goff. You know, he's a guy who definitely had some some ups and more downs than ups last year in his rookie season. But through two weeks, he's actually looked really good and impressive. He's actually really... had a nice rapport with head coach uh, Max Vay. So yeah, Sean McVay, i be looking for that tonight. Yeah,
1: Sean McVay, the coach, I think that's very interesting, and I think that the impact he has had on Goff has been noticeable. Remember, he did, you know, some of the same things for Kirk Cousins back there in Washington. Let me ask you this, though, Nick. I mean, I'm getting a ton of calls about one Los Angeles Rams specifically. It's almost like he's a cult hero already in fantasy circles. Like, everybody liked him coming out of college. You know, the third. third. Third round pick. I'm talking about Cooper Cup. Let me ask you, out there, are people like riding with Cooper Cup? Is he almost like a cult hero out there? Um, Or is he more like, you know, is he more the legend of Cooper Cup? Or is there actually substance and meat to his game?
0: There's definitely substance. He's made everyone think, you know, who is Tavon Austin and where did he go? You know, they gave him that huge contract. And now they got this kid stepping in, you know, broke a ton of records at Eastern Washington. And he comes in and he provides a really nice safety net for, for Goff. And I, I think Goff absolutely loves having him there. And I'll tell you what, I'm buying him. I love him out here. He's, he's going to be a great asset. You'll probably see his jersey sales rise a bunch the more touchdowns he scores here in L.A.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also, I believe Jared Goff and Cooper Cup even worked out together before they knew the Rams were going to be drafting Cooper Cup at some of these camps and these workout sessions. They were together building that chemistry already. We talked already about also, Nick, uh, the impact of McVay and his offense on Jared Goff. Another guy I want to ask you about is a uh, second-year stud uh Todd Gurley, right? Like, here's the thing when it comes to Gurley or third-year stud. Here's the thing when it comes to Gurley. Like, I was worried about him. And last year, the way if you were playing against the Rams, right, you were stacking not seven or eight. You were stacking all 11, all 53 men on the roster in the box against the run to try to stop Todd Gurley. As you mentioned, with guys like Watkins and Cup and Goff's development, now defenses can't do that as much. Do you believe in something of a renaissance for Todd Gurley uh, because maybe there's more lanes out there for him because they have to respect the pass? Game and also Gurley himself has been involved in the passing game. Tell me your take on Gurley this year. Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the main reasons why Gurley is such a valuable
0: asset in the fantasy department is because he's, you know, he's the bell cow. Nobody mm-hmm. else is getting touches down there. So uh, I think the wide receivers for the Rams definitely benefit from having Gurley back there because of them, you know, starting to stack the box a little bit more. It's going to open up the field a little bit more. But you know he he doesn't have any competition there, so that's why Gurley will remain you know a force right and then just as that as Goff progresses and that those there's more rapport with the receivers it's only going to bode wetter, wet, uh, better for him as the season goes on. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I like
1: that. Absolutely. We agree with you there. I agree with you there. Let me ask you this, because, you know, we bring, we, we bring you on to talk about out West. This NFC West division as a whole is kind of interesting, okay, because, listen, nobody expects big things from the 49ers. Some people thought that the Cardinals were a playoff contender, and that cannot no longer be said, in my opinion, with the loss of David Johnson, and it looks like Carson Palmer has fallen off a Cliff as well. I don't know if you've been listening to the Fantasy Freestyle, Nick, but one of my narratives about the beginning of the football season is that bad offensive line play we are seeing in some places around the NFL and Seattle is definitely one of those places. I don't think offensive line play, you know, like gets better mid-season. So let me ask you out there in L.A., are there people that believe that the Rams can actually contend for this division title?
0: Just just by the looks of how bad the NFC West, and not even just the NFC West, but the NFC in general is just seems like it's on a downturn right now, while the AFC has just been a much better uh, you know, quality of play, seems like all around. But I, I definitely believe that the Rams could be a team that just shocks the world and maybe steals this division with like an eight and eight record. Who knows? You know, they do have that uh that uh, little bit of a softer schedule and I totally think that they could uh you know be there when it's all said and done i mean these divisional matchups these are these are crucial these are huge games you got to steal these on the road when you can so I, I'm I'm all in on the hype on the Rams and Jared Goff, so I, I hope they I hope they can pull it off.
1: Once again, this is Nick Leveriani joining the fantasy freestyle representing Pro Angle Media out there in Los Angeles. All right, so he thinks that, you know, this could be one of those years where like a nine and seven team could win the NFC West. You talk about also this uh the divisional matchups and a road division win would be huge for the Los Angeles Rams. So I gotta ask you, let me put you on the spot, Nick. Do they get the win tonight? What's your prediction for tonight, Thursday night football?
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the Rams are gonna try to establish their run early and, and open up the passing game. Where I think it's gonna be the opposite effect for the Niners. I think they're gonna have to try to make a few big plays early. You maybe see them take a couple shots deep to Marquise Goodwin to try to open up the game a little bit. But I think that Rams defense is a little bit too stout. And I, I I'm gonna say a 23-16 win for the. Uh, for the Rams
1: tonight. Interesting, Nick. You mentioned twenty I'm a smart guy. I can do math. That ups up to 39. The over-under on this game is 40, okay? And so it sounds like you're taking the Rams and the under in this game. Hey, yo, Nick, we got a poll question up there right now, and 46% of the people agree with you. That is the biggest thing. Rams taking the minus three, even though they are on the road, a road favorite. Uh, the people on our poll, 46% like the Rams and under as well. So the people are riding with you. Hey, um, Nick, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about the other team out there in L.A. as well. And that's the Chargers. Mm. This AFC West division, you know, unlike the NFC West, the AFC West is really bringing it. You know, the Chiefs look amazing. Everybody loves the Raiders. The Broncos, who I actually thought were going to regress a little bit, look good and are 2-0 and on the arm of Trevor Simeon and C.J. Anderson back there the Chargers though they're 0-2 but they could be 2-0 and you know if not for their kicker missing a couple things so what's the buzz around the Chargers first of all and then Nick why are they sticking with this kicker
0: you know I, I think it goes back to the MO you know it's like oh here we go again you know the Chargers finding a way to lose a game right you know when when they very easily could just wrap it up it's very frustrating because they have one of the more talented teams I've, you know, I've seen you know, play this year. So right. it's, it's very frustrating. And I think that this weekend they have a, they have a home divisional matchup. This, this is one I think that the, the Chargers will take because it is, it is essentially a must-win in a week three. You don't want to go 0-3 and lose in two division games. So I think they will prevail this week and win this game at home. It's a, it's a must-win. And with the, regards to the kicker, you know, I mean, obviously we see kickers all the time nowadays missing extra points. You know, I, I think you got to give the kid a little bit more of a shot, give him a little bit more of a leash. Uh, yeah, he did miss a h- couple of huge kicks. The first one was blocked. I'll give him the. I'll give him a, a pass on that one. But I'll say if he misses another game. Potential game-winning fielder this week, then I'd say he's got to go.
1: All right, so Nick Levriani over here saying three strikes and you're out for the Chargers kicker, Young-Way Koo. But uh, being uh giving him a little bit of an extra time. Hey, I, I want to get you out of here on this one, Nick. Check this out. Do you know what Sammy Watkins and Kyrie Irving have in common? No what is that They both believe The earth is flat I don't know if you heard This Sammy Watkins Came out And also said That he apparently Is also a flat earther Can I ask uh, Do you subscribe To the same theory Nick Uh,
0: Not so much You know it's sad Because Kyrie's a jersey guy He gets that jersey education Like me I'm very disappointed in him And I don't know What Sammy's thinking either You know it's It's a popular belief right now, so maybe they're just going with a few trends right now.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, Nick, thanks for (laughs) joining us again on the Fantasy Freestyle. If news breaks out there on the West Coast, whether it be with some of these teams or anything else, you will be the guy we go to. You are our official West Coast correspondent dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle. Thanks for joining us again, Nick. Thanks, Dane. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks to Nick for once again joining us. He gave you some of the insights for the Rams and Thursday Night Football. And also, listen, he thinks it could be a surprise team actually competing to win the NFC West. And if they are to do that, they're going to need to get a road win tonight against the San Francisco 49ers. Listen, tomorrow night, I'm going to be joined by my guy, Chris Ventra. We're going to be giving you our DFS lineups. But what you need to do when you take that DFS lineup, or if you listen to Lineup Lock Live with me and Tony sincata you got to go to dkms right okay so we're partnering with dkms to help fight blood cancer you need to go to dailyroto.com or rotoexperts.com slash dkms what you could do is you could enter a for free a a dfs contest any week of the nfl season we're doing this from weeks one through 16 if you win any of those weeks you get entered into a dfs contest for week 17 and if you win that you get two tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. It is a no-lose proposition. You also get to learn a lot more about how you could potentially help the fight against blood cancer and maybe register to be a blood donor you could register to be a blood uh, a bone marrow donor i think it's really important my man chris bavona the manimal has already registered i'm about to go over there and register as well you can save a life it is that easy think about it register with dkms and maybe uh you know maybe you can uh donate some blood some bone marrow and really help out the cause and if you do big things on the dfs contest You can go to Super Bowl 52 as well. When we come back, I'm going to open up the phone lines. We're going to take all of your calls. This segment coming up, 844-843-6879. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better
0: yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app.
1: I Collapse! I'm going to be giving you this fantasy football insight that you need to win your leagues and win that cash. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. We're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm your boy, Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician, holding you down on a Thursday. And we are going to open up the phone lines right now. If you want to get involved, you still can at 844-843-6879. My first caller, it is Dan in New Jersey. It sounds like Dan's got a flex question. You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's going on, Dan?
0: It's actually not a flex question. (laughs) Okay. It's actually a start set for a wide receiver and tight end. Sure. What Um, you got? It's a a standard 10-team, three wide receiver start, no flex. Um, My wide receivers are Dez, Mortavius Bryant, uh, Tyreek Hill, Terrell Pryor, Macklin, and Cobb. And then the two tight ends are Fleener and, and
1: Doyle. Okay. Uh, thanks for the call, first of all, Dan. First of all, I'm taking Cobb out because remember, he's still not practicing. I'm taking Macklin out because as I said at the top of the show, um, the Baltimore Ravens offense is really utilizing the tight ends and the backs and I don't trust things that happen across the pond. So we're left with Dez, Martavis Bryant, and Tyreek Hill. Okay. Um, you know, Dez is going to have Patrick Peterson. On him Monday night. Okay, so I think that is a little bit of an issue. I like Tyreek Hill. And here's the thing with Martavis Bryant, he's so boomer bust. He is so boomer bust. So here's the thing here's the way I'm going to tell it to you, Dan. Um, Tyreek Hill is in. Okay, for the rest, for the other guys. If you feel like you're playing, let's say you're playing uh, against one of the top teams in the league, like your projected points, you're projected to lose, right? In that case, I like Martavis Bryant because he has that potential to really pop off and go big with two touchdowns or a bomb, right? If you, however, are projected to win, you know, or and you think you could play it safe and you need kind of the more secure floor, in that scenario, I go with Dez Bryant, okay? So I like Tyreek Hill regardless. It's not Macklin. It's not Cobb. If you need a big play, it's Martavis Bryant. If uh, if you're feeling safe out there, we go with Dez Bryant. All right, let's keep it moving though. Thanks for the call, Dan. Raphael is in Allentown, PA. I spent a little time in I, I spent a little time in Allentown in a previous life. They have that Sands Casino over there, uh, but it's only like video machines, right? They don't have real tables out there, Raphael. Do they? I'm going
0: there at ten o'clock, and it's everything tables. Really, stopped. everything you want, they got there now. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, so it, it used to be
1: fun. it used to be just video stuff, though, right?
0: Uh, like when it first opened up, used to be videos, but now it's like I said, table games, everything. They got oh, everything save
1: me a seat next to you at the blackjack table, baby. The dealer will be <laughs> showing a six. I'll, I'll, I'll be doubling down for sure. How can I help you, man? Which question?
0: Where I'll be. All right, man. So I got two questions for you. So I need a wide receiver three. I got T Y Hilton. I got Richard Matthews, and I got Jermaine Kearse. Who started in that spot?
1: I like Richard Matthews. I like Richard Matthews in uh, that spot. And remember, because Corey Davis has been ruled out. Okay, Corey Davis has been ruled out. And remember, um, you got Eric Decker there as well. And Richard Sherman doesn't follow. They're playing Seattle. Richard Sherman doesn't follow and track. He stays on one side of the field. I think uh, Rashard Matthews yeah. can eat. That's uh, that's my answer there. What's your second question, man? Awesome.
0: So my flex question... Uh, Pick uh, Devin Funches, uh, Tevin Coleman, Derrick Henry, or Quiz Rogers.
1: Uh for your flex spot, I'm taking one of the backs. Uh I'm taking one of the backs, either uh Tevin Coleman or Jaquiz Rogers. I think Jaquiz Rogers is gonna have the most guaranteed touches. Okay. Um last week they ran it out against Chicago and they let like Peyton Barber get a lot of touches. I don't think that is gonna be the case this week. So uh, when they uh so I like Pop Quiz, Jaquiz Rogers there, alright? And remember, save a spot for me at the blackjack table. I'll be right there. I'll be doubling down on nine when the deal is showing a six. You could believe that. Jeremiah in New York. York you are next on the fantasy freestyle we're dropping stats over beats it sounds like you have a question about running backs how can I help you out on this Thursday
0: uh yeah I got three backs the three all backs to it to say the least um we got Marshawn I got um Devontae, and I got
1: Ty Montgomery I want to know who's the two I should start this week uh definitely Ty Montgomery definitely Ty all Montgomery right. I love Ty Montgomery who are the other ones you said Marshawn Lynch and who
0: uh, Devontae Freeman Devontae Freeman, and Beast
1: Mode. Yeah, I go with Freeman and Ty Montgomery. Okay, I think here's the thing with Oakland. I love Marshawn Lynch, don't get me wrong, but on Sunday Night Football, I think this game flow is going to be a lot of back and forth throwing. I think both of these quarterbacks, Carr and Kirk Cousins, are going to be throwing the ball, and I think that means maybe a little bit less time on the field for Marshawn Lynch. So I'm going with Freeman and Ty Montgomery. Thanks for the call. Hope I'm helping you out on the Fantasy Freestyle. Next up on the oh. Fantasy Fre- Freestyle, dropping stats over beats, is Jordan in Arizona. Jordan, what's going on? How can I help you? You're dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? What's up?
0: Uh, i just had a flex question about, um, I have Christian McCaffrey. Oh, it's a 12-team PPR by the way.
1: Okay, that's helpful. I
0: have Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek uh Amari Cooper, Pierre Garçon, Tra- Travis Kelsey, Jack Doyle. Or er, Doyle, mm-hmm. Mick Uh Tyrell Williams, Deshaun Jackson, Chris Carson.
1: Sounds like you've got a lot of people,
0: and... man. Yeah. And so, what do you
1: need? What's the specific question for you, man?
0: Uh, I need to start two running backs, two receivers, and maybe two tight ends. I don't
1: know. Okay, okay. So we got Jordan out here. I'm, I'm I'm doing Jordan's whole lineup for week three, okay? So let's look first real quick. Uh, at the running back position. At the running back position, I like Tarek Cohen for sure. And I gotta tell you something. I think that this is the week that Joe Mixon has his breakout. Remember, they changed to a new offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. I think they're gonna get the ball out a little bit more. I like Joe Mixon to pop off a little bit this week. I like him over Christian McCaffrey. Call it a hunch, but I like Joe Mixon and Tyra when it comes to your tight ends, that's an easy decision. You take Travis Kelsey all day and twice on Sunday. He is my number one tight end overall. When it comes to the wide receivers, I didn't hear them all, but um, I like Amari Cooper. Sure, sure, sure. You mentioned a lot of other guys. I didn't get them all, but... Uh, Amari Cooper definitely belongs in there. So here's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you Cohen and Mixon at running back and definitely Kelsey. It was a little bit too many people. I couldn't – if you see me on YouTube, I'm trying to write them down. I'm trying to write it all down, and I couldn't. I couldn't fill them all. So I'm giving you your running backs, Cohen and Mixon, and your tight end is definitely Kelsey. Call back tomorrow if you need some more help with that wide receiver position. But thanks for the call. I'm trying to help you out, but i got to help a bunch of other people out as well, including Simon in Atlanta. Simon, you are on the fantasy freestyle. But do me a favor, do me a favor, Simon. Don't tell me like eight guys, okay? I need like a couple of very specific questions because you know my 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 hand my hand is tough writing everybody down. But Simon, you are dropping stats over beats on the fantasy freestyle. How can I help you out?
0: Hey, thanks, man. I first want to say I'm a huge fan of the show.
1: Thank you, I appreciate that.
0: Um, yeah, I had a flex question. Um, my wide receivers are Jordy. And Sander, Manuel Sanders, and then Brandon Cooks. And I was wondering if I should start Cooks, Buck Allen, or Theo Riddick at Flex this week. And it's standard league.
1: All right, I love Buck Allen. I love Buck Allen this week. The fact that it's standard means that Theo Riddick has less value for you, okay, Simon? Because, you know, Theo Riddick gets a lot of his value from the targets and the PPR kind of formats, okay? I love Buck Allen this week. I told you I think he is an RB2. And here's the thing, because Terrence West, he's got this thigh issue. They're traveling across the pond to London. I think that creates a concern as well. So I love Buck Allen. As far as your wide receivers, yeah, these guys are all good. Jordy, Manny Sanders, and Cooks. So if you need Buck Allen in the Flex, that's fine. But of these wideouts, you told me I think Jordy is back playing, and because Randall Cobb may not be playing, I love Jordy as always. And I think, um, listen, I think you can run out Manny Sanders. All right, I think you could run out Manny Sanders this week. I really like what the Denver Broncos are doing. Trevor Simeon is taking a step forward, and in New England, Cooks and Brady haven't really built all of that chemistry just yet. So I'm going, uh, I'm going Jordy and Manny Sanders, and I love Buck Allen maybe in your flex, especially because Terrence West is still banged up. All right, let's keep it moving. I got Steve in Massachusetts. Steve in Massachusetts, it sounds like you're dealing with what to do with danger, Russ. Russell Wilson, what's your question, man?
0: Hey, what's going on, my man? How you doing? Uh, I wanted to know, oh, I'm doing all right, man. I, I, after I, after I, uh, you help me out, I'm probably going to go get, and ch- get something to eat while I listen to you, uh, t- tell me what you're going to say. So I'd say I'm doing uh, pretty good right now.
1: That sounds good. What's your question, uh, man? Uh, it's actually about Russell, Russell Wilson. I was just wondering, uh, should I uh, try to find somebody else uh, on the wire or, or like, uh,
0: just just um, just play him? It depends on your options. You Who are the options about, uh, out there?
1: Who are the options out there for you? Cause, uh, like,
0: all right. Uh, Jay Cutler. No. Um, Trevor Simeon? Yes. Still available?
1: Trevor Simeon, like I just told the last caller, I like Trevor Simeon. I wouldn't drop Russell Wilson for Trevor Simeon, but if you're worried about the long term prospects of Russell Wilson, yes, I think Trevor Simeon is ascending. He's working well with Demarius Thomas and Manny Sanders, like I just told the last caller. I like what's happening in Denver. I think Trevor Simeon is taking a step forward. I would not drop Russell Wilson by any stretch, but if you need a kind of second quarterback, and I understand that you do because that option. Offensive line has not protected Russell Wilson at all, and they have looked like a dumpster fire. I understand what you're saying, Steve. Um, But, yeah, Trevor Simeon is someone who's looked pretty good. I got time, Chris, for one more call. Hey, Rob, you got to be real quick. Rob in Los Angeles, we're coming up against the break. I need uh, you got two wide receivers. Be real quick. Who you got for me? Hey, man, I need either Parker, Pryor,
0: or Thomas, and then uh, something about Hyde tonight if you could,
1: please. All right, Parker, Pryor, or Thomas, huh? Um, Take out Devontae Parker. He was downgraded. He was downgraded from limited to not practicing today. I don't like him trending in the wrong direction, so I go with the other two. Real quick, what's your last question? He dropped. I'm sorry about that. But I take out Devontae Parker. It is distressing when people go from full or limited in practice, downgraded to not practicing later in the week. That is a very telltale concerning sign, so I am concerned with Devontae Parker. When we... Come back. I'm going to try and see if we can get to some of your calls. I know there's a couple of people right there. Um, I'm going to try and get to your calls, and I'm going to also tell you about a lawsuit that the NFL is about to see coming. Come on right back and listen. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Freestyle. I'm a little bit concerned on the way the NFL is doing this right now, okay? It used to be that if you had the London game, the week after that, you had a bye. But check this out. It's Jags and Ravens, okay, from Wembley Stadium. The Jags, in week four, they have a game. The Ravens, they also have a game in week four. The NFL talks about player safety, but they're not going to give these teams a bye after they go across the pond and travel like that. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern
0: on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: But if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap-ish probably never would be going on. Tell me where you from. You know where I'm from. Studio 34, locking it down, dropping stats over beats. It's a fantasy freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got time for one more caller. It sounds like it's Thomas in Nashville. Tell me where you from, Thomas. It sounds like you got a question about quarterbacks, my friend. What's your question? How can I help you dropping stats over beats on the Fantasy Freestyle?
0: Hey, man, I'm from Nashville, and um, I've got Kirk Cousins. He's burnt me of these two weeks, and I've got Trevor Simeon on the bench. I don't know which way to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, and thanks for holding so long out there in Nashville. Big things. I understand your pain, okay? And like I just just told the last caller, I love what Trevor Simeon has been doing. He's got a decent matchup on the road against Buffalo, but... This is still Kirk Cousins. This is the last chance saloon for Kirk Cousins, in my opinion. The Oakland Raiders' pass defense is trash, okay? So it's kind of like, if not now, then when? I believe this is the chance. This is the week Kirk Cousins shows up, shows out. I believe you ride with Kirk Cousins one more time at home on Sunday Night Football against the Oakland Raiders, and thanks for the call. I go with Kirk Cousins. I like that. Thanks for everybody, all the callers, everybody on Twitter. Twitter as well. Remember, we got uh, Thursday Night Football going on right now, and 48% of you think you should take the Rams minus three on the road and take the under 40 points right there. And I gotta tell you something, Well, tomorrow when I give you my DFS lineup, you could also go over to www.fantasyfactor.com. They're doing um, DFS tournaments, and the beautiful part about them is it's single-entry tournaments. I like that. You don't have to compete against people throwing 100 lineups out there. It's very interesting. Check it out over at W www.fantasyfactor.com The last thing I want to tell you about today before I slide on in to Gabe Morancy for Red Heat and Rage right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network um, I don't know if this really changes anybody's thinking on it all but um, Aaron Hernandez had stage 3 CTE That has been discovered that he had Stage 3 CTE and his family is going to now file a lawsuit against the NFL. I think that's very interesting because like – Is I mean, is that a legitimate mental health defense now? Think about all the stuff that some of these football players have done in the past, okay? You know, the murder-suicide, the Kansas City player a few years back, right? Like, uh, should we now get to the point where we should not hold football players accountable for what they do because this brain issue, CTE, that they're dealing with is like a legitimate mental health defense? I don't know, and it's obviously a moot point because, you know, um, Aaron Hernandez is no longer with us, but... You know, I do think that is a very, very interesting wrinkle that now the NFL is going to have to deal with. They're getting a lawsuit from the Hernandez family, so I think that's very interesting. I want to give a shout-out real quick to Clayton Trahan, as usual, responding to the poll questions on Twitter, saying that the Rams may actually be able to put up some points on this Niners defense, but if Hoyer and Hyde can keep it up for a few quarters, they see it going over 40, so Clayton is taking the over. My boy Glorious Joe out there on Twitter says to tease these both six points and take the Rams from minus three to plus three, make the total up to 46 and take the under. I personally like the Rams, but I think this is going to be um, a little bit more higher scoring than people think. So I like the Rams to win this game. Like Nick said, I think they could be a surprise contender this year, and I think that sneakily, this goes over the total. That's what your boy Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting Statistician, has to say. I thank you to everybody who called in to hear what you have to say. And tomorrow, listen, we're going to be breaking down all the games if I can. We're going to get to your calls at 844-843-6879. And I'm also going to be giving you my DFS lineup for week three. We're going to make it hot. We're going to make it blow up like a Samsung 7. So hot that we sweat steam. My man Chris Pavona the bounty killer, will be downstairs as well. Shout out to Chris Venture on the YouTube feed. He's going to be joining us tomorrow as well. And I hope you do too as we drop stats over beats. It's your boy Speeds the spitting Statistician right here on the Fantasy Freestyle and the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. See y'all tomorrow.